Hi everyone, this is Kimberly. And this is Katie. And you're listening to A Date with the Bake. If you're new here, this is our other podcast. Welcome. Hi. We're not talking about murder this time. Unless you're talking about sinful desserts. Ooh. That was horrible. Um, Death by chocolate? Yeah, perfect. There we go. Much better. Um, So we're talking about Great British Bake Off, which is on Netflix. This is our second season doing this podcast. Please listen to our first season. Please watch the show before you listen to us because we don't do as detailed of a recap like we do on Dateline. And if you're just finding us and don't know that we have a podcast about Dateline, we have a podcast about Dateline. It's called A Date with Dateline. And there we talk about murder every episode. Yes. Not always yep. murder. Sometimes it's just hitmen or hits gone wrong. They don't, I, but 90% murder. High yeah, percentage. The intention murder. is murder. Yeah, usually. But now yep. we get to talk about sweets. This is episode one of the new season. Um, we have a new host. And this is, sorry, this is series eight, according to Netflix. Yeah. So, if you search for Great British Bake Off, you're going to get this. The if you're Great watching British, in England, you know what this show is. We don't you, need to explain it. Correct. And you're going to see the Great British Baking Show. That's what we're talking about. We call it the Great British Bake Off because that's what it used to be called. So No, that's it, what they call it in England. And that's what we they call it in England still? Yes. Interesting. That's right. We figured that out last time. But there you go. So if you're confused, it's the same show. Yeah, Just so same you know. Show. Yeah. But there's a new host this season. Yes. Thoughts. Do you want to talk about it? Do I want to talk about Matt Lucas? Yes. I am very familiar with Matt Lucas because I am a fan of Little Britain, which puts me in a minority of people, I think. Most that people. That this podcast does. Of life. I would say most. You are not in the minority. I'm in the minority on this because it seems like every single person I tell, they're like, oh, that show. I don't like that show. Or I didn't like that show. <laughs> or they watched the American version that they did um, on HBO, which is very different than the British version. Not that different. Different enough for me. I didn't really like was the HBO called series. Little Britain? Yes, I believe so. But it was the American version? Yes. They did it for HBO. It was, oh. it was one season, two seasons, something like that. Um, I don't think it was a big hit because... Uh, in my head, it's like a very specific British humor. Um, not a very broad British humor either, like a very specific one. I just liked it. <laughs> so I like Matt Lucas. That's all I wanted to say. I yeah, I like him too. I have no problem with him. He seems very familiar to me. I've seen him on other shows. Yes, but he's been in a bunch of stuff. I enjoy him. I think he seems very nice. But interesting that they chose a man. After Sandy's gone. So it's interesting that we went from Mel and Sue in the early days of Bake Off to Noel and Sandy. And now we have Noel and Matt. And so they're like phasing out women? What's going on? <laughs> Channel 4? Maybe it was just a gender neutral, gender neutral casting choice. Okay. I was just saying. I, I don't believe that they are phasing out women. I don't think so either. They of all funny. shows are the most progressive in terms of casting. But I did have a really good idea for host casting, besides having us do it, which is right. the dream. Um, yeah. I did have a great idea that we can talk about at the end, because okay. I think it's just long-winded, and I may want to cut it out. So I see. <laughs> I was like, why are you teasing it? Why don't you just say it? Because it's long-winded. and I see. Yeah, that makes sure. perfect sense. 
So um, they do an intro skit. Usually um, this time it was a political parody of sorts. <laughs> and uh, so I did not get most of the humor. Um, but I mean, I got the scone scone joke, but it was fine. It was funny, I think. I guess I thought it was fun. I don't know much about. I don't the know much British about, Prime Minister. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't know a Boris Johnson impression unless was like, that one. Yes. Yeah. Or was it imp- an impression of someone who is high up in the health services in England who has maybe possibly been coming on the news a lot to give updates on the COVID nineteen situation? That's what I thought. No, it was most definitely Boris Johnson. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I thought maybe. Oh, right. Yeah. No. I don't know. I thought it was funny. I thought that the phases were a step up from where we are. I liked that they were on phase 46. That's <laughs> a that funny joke. Funny. That there's so many of them. Yeah. I know, um, but that's good because we've never had like, we had like phases months ago and nary a phase since No, then. we've given up. Well, we Americans, it's like the metric system. We're like, we are over the phases. Yeah, we can't. So have, we're done with them. We can't have this. So we've yeah. decided we're bored with this COVID thing. We, and so we're pretending it's gone. Everyone for um, themselves. Yeah. Best of luck. Good luck. Yeah. Keep in touch. Um, so they are living in a bake-off bubble this time, which usually they go home during the week and they come to the tent on the weekends. But mm-hmm. now they are all going to be living together. And I was kind of hoping we get some backstage footage, like all the girls living together on America's Next Top Model. But I don't think they're going to do that sort of thing. Could you find any pictures online of it? I think I forgot it's called the bubble. I, I wrote down Bake Off Village, but that's not right. Well, one person said we're uh, we're living in a wee Bake Off town, a wee Bake Off village, but they're calling it the Bake Off Bubble. I'm very curious. Bake Off Bubble. Is it really a bubble? Because I want it to be a bubble really bad. You- Bake Off Bubble. Please. I think it's probably just like an Embassy Suites. Were you really thinking it was a bubble? No, I just thought it would be cool if it was, well, they have those dome-shaped homes that you can build. They give you the kits, and they're really, like, environmentally good. And I was like, if anybody has the money to do it, it's the show that makes the most money in England to build, like, dome homes for everyone with kitchens. How great would that be? Just for, like, publicity. I don't know. Right? That, yeah, that would be cool. It would be a cool idea for... Those, then it would be bubbles. We're living in a bubbles. Yeah, We're you're right. We're building in bubbles. Correct. No, I think it's more of a um, metaphorical bubble like the NBA is living in. in that sort of in thing. In Walt Disney World? Yeah. I'm so jealous of that. I don't know why. Ever since like Oliver told me about it. I don't think it, they're going on rides or anything. It, it just seems like a really cool idea. I was like, well, that's great. I would I like that. I don't think they think it's that great. I'm sure they don't. In they're my- away from their families. and. Oh, I thought the Ollie said all the families were there. The families aren't there? Not all of them. No, I don't think so. Maybe. He told me their families were there. That's a bummer. Maybe some of them are. Anyways, I I like the idea of them all living together. I'm sad of the circumstances that have led to it. But I do find it really uh, scary for the actual bakers because how are they practicing? Well, I'm sure that they have given them kitchens. Like maybe they are in some sort of... um, you know, like those hotels that are suites and everyone gets their own suite yeah, and then suites. they have a kitchen. But see, that's yeah. what makes me nervous, though, because I feel like a hotel kitchen is not like 
it's not like practicing something at your kitchen at home, right? Where like, oh, you know what spice would taste really good with this? That weird thing that I got in Morocco a long time ago or whatever, where you can like kind of pull from your, these are bakers. So they have stuff. So I can't imagine that they could recreate the environment of being in their own kitchen to practice. I feel like it's harder. I basically feel like it ups the stakes this year a little bit. I feel like it's easier because instead of going straight from the comfort of their kitchen, they're being forced to cook in another in unfamiliar situation. And then when they go to the tent, they're like, well, I've already just gotten used to another unfamiliar situation. So now I'm thrown into another one. It's good. I'm now used to cooking this out of my comfort zone. Ah, I can see that. With a new oven. And I'm, I'm hoping that the team would get them whatever they needed, but not like something from Morocco. But probably would go get them whatever ingredients they need. I think it's just hard because sometimes you just need to see something to know that you want to use it, I think is what mm. I'm trying to say. So when you're yeah, in like something you, you're, you're putting together with, recipes from right. your eyes. Right. Your Kaiser Sozaing your cake, basically. Probably a little bit. Like you have a bowl of lemons sitting next to you and you're right. like, oh, you know what? I could just shave a little rind right. on the top of this and it would add the perfect... I don't know. Mm -hmm. but, no, that's a good point. But still, no, you're probably right. They are having to practice in a weird kitchen. Also, then it must be a very condensed season where they're there for a very few weeks, a month. and then I don't gone. know if they're taping more often or if they're still only taping on the weekends I, so that they can practice during the week. Because I, the thing about the normal show is you are allowed to go home and practice the whole week for the challenges that you know about. Because two out of the three challenges, you know what they are ahead of time. And so they're able to practice the whole week for that. I had a thought about that. I think they were given the recipes well in advance. I think they have been able to practice all of the recipes at home and then or practice the ones they felt like they needed to. Well, I'm sure we're going to find out because people are going to start talking about it. Yeah. So we, this is all conjecture, but I feel We could like also have done the tiniest bit of research, but that's just not our style. Um, I'd rather that's just not how we roll. I'd rather make We'd rather wild speculate. Assumptions. Yeah, yeah, wildly. That's our that's our jam. <laughs> okay, our jam. Oh um, snap! So the intro is exactly the same. Not change for COVID. That little girl does not have a mask on, um, and that cake is still mysteriously missing a berry that would clearly fit in that right hand lower corner. And I felt like. Maybe they were going to finally give it to us because it's 2020 and we need a completed cake, but they didn't. And it's just like another disappointment that I've come to expect from 2020. <laughs> there we go. That berry is on par with the murder hornets to me. Oh, that's very serious. Yeah. For those of you uh, who don't know us, that's a joke. It's not that serious, but it is. Oh, do they think, was I that convincing? Yeah, it's pretty intense. It's a level 10. Um <laughs> For a level one item. If you're but, a fan of the show, I feel like there's two types of people. Those like Katie who never noticed the berry. Mm -mm. And then those like me who have noticed the berry and it drives them bananas. Mm -hmm. And then maybe Katie is now notices now that I pointed it out. No, still don't notice it. I'm a big picture person. Yeah, you are. I worry about the overall wellness of the Bake Off bubble. I'm much right. too busy being concerned with drawing little fake villages and pretending right. like they all live there. I I am much more detail-oriented. Yes. Um, I also am kind of uh, finicky. <laughs> I'm a little persnickety, so I, I do like to pick on things. Um, and there's not much to pick on on this show because it's glorious. It yes. is the perfect anecdote for 2020. 
So I'm so glad they did it. I'm did so I say glad. anecdote? Like I was telling a funny story? A little bit. It's okay. I let it go. Antidote. Um, I knew what you meant. But I okay. do think that um, I do think it's exactly what everyone needed. I'm re- we just needed some Bake Off in but our lives. But you know what? We needed it sooner. And we needed a I double wi- season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and too. I wish they had already filmed one. And then they could have given it to us right when instead of us watching Tiger King and that load a piece of junk that we could have been watching this at the beginning of quarantine. Mm-hmm. Good point. Instead, we're watching it when some people aren't even quarantining themselves anymore. Well, they needed they needed to be safe too, you know. So no, I, they weren't. But they I wish they it. had already filmed something. Oh, like before a it year ago. Okay. No, just like they had just wrapped up. Let's say. Well, there is. Let's say they just wrapped up filming mm. in February, January. Then we could have gotten it right at the beginning. Like yes. Tiger King was perfect. There was. For that time, because it brought together the nation. I would have rather us been brought together. Yeah, by a Battenberg. 100%. There we go. Um, so our so first signature challenge is... Battenberg. There we go. Which is a cake where when you cut into it, it reveals a pattern. Checkerboard. And then, well, but not some of them like to mix it up. But I, I think, think traditionally... I think the classic is a checkerboard. Yeah. Um, and then it's covered with marzipan, which Woohoo! newcomers will know that I will not know that I'm not a fan, but a that I only fan. had it once 20 years ago, and Katie loves it. And if I gave it another chance, I might like it. I, I like marzipan, but I really am a fan of almond flavors, and I really like sweets. So it, there's nothing about marzipan that I don't like. And I haven't in reintroduced almonds to my post-elimination diet yet since oh. finding out my food sensitivities. So right now I can't try marzipan. This is the uh, worst time for you to be doing that. Assuming there's actual almonds in it. Doing Yes, there is. During, during Bake Off is not a time when you want to be doing an elimination diet. But considering how much I care about sweets, that's the other thing you should probably know if you're new here. I don't really care that much about sweets. I don't really like cake or desserts or cookies, brownies. Um... Katie does. I like chips. Okay. So first person, should we just go through them? This nor this episode will be much different than our normal episodes. Usually, if you're new to the show, there's three challenges. There's the signature, there's the technical, and then there's the showstopper. And then they judge, and then they pick a star baker for the week, and then they send someone home. And we cry. And... This episode, it's going to be a little bit different because we have to introduce, we have to meet everybody. We do. Um, and and also, I'm fond of all of them so in, far. In case we didn't say it before, there are two judges who are Paul Hollywood and Prue. And then there are two hosts who do not judge, which is Matt Lucas and Noel Fielding. Yeah. Do you want to explain to people uh, Paul and Prue personalities? Um. Paul is the only person on the show who's a bit of a, they call him, you know, a grumpy bear, but really he's, he can be a real jerk, depending. Um, but he gives something called the Hollywood handshake. His name is Paul Hollywood, which is like the most coveted thing you can get. I thought a couple people were going to get one this episode. Nope. Me too. Didn't happen. Um, and Prue is very sweet and wears Quirky. big jewelry. Quirky. Yeah. Jewelry. <sighs> Prue is a, replace, a replacement for Mary Berry, who I was very fond of. So Prue's fine. Prue's fine. <laughs> Poor Prue. She's, She's fine. I don't have we a problem have with liked, her. We might have loved her if it weren't for Mary Berry and her being the perfect 
compliment. Antidote yeah. to Paul's. I would say she's a compliment acerbic to Paul. nature. And she could poke him a little bit and it was mm-hmm. great. I don't see Prue doing that as much to Paul, but I do think Prue and Paul get along. They obviously get along, otherwise Prue would be out. Because <laughs> I totally. think Paul Hollywood is a producer on the show. But I do so. think there's something about Mary being so maybe well-respected that he kind of revered her a little bit more than Prue. I think Prue is well-respected, too. Yeah, she's very well-respected. Yeah. He makes fun of both of their drinking quite a bit. Yes, he but, does. It's his favorite joke. But um, he always compliments their cooking. Yeah, baking. that's true. Yeah. That is definitely true. Now explain Noel, because Noel – Strong feelings. Oh, Noel if you is don't know who posts. Noel Fielding is, uh, look him up. He is the Mighty Boosh. He is IT crowd. He is um, uh, countless other things. He's a staple in British like pop culture and comedy. He's always on the Big Fat Quiz of the Year. He's on, I think he's been on other game shows as well. He's a national treasure. And he, he wears is. fabulous And if you sweaters. are American and don't haven't heard of him, don't feel badly. Um, but if you like, uh, I don't know if I should even recommend like old Greg is something I love so much, but I don't even know if I'd recommend it to other people. Cause I don't know if they'd get it or if they would think it was funny. Sometimes I don't know why I think it's funny. That's a little bit like how I feel about little Britain. I think it's funny, but I don't know why. Yeah. Um, I, he is like the ultimate friendly goth. Yes, that's perfect. Yeah, he's he's a, he's delightful and he's a great compliment to Matt Lucas. I was, I've been worried about Matt Lucas, but because I've only ever released uh, Matt Lucas to me is a package deal with David Williams and they're a really good team. And I didn't know David Williams is a very different personality than Noel Fielding. But I think that I think that Matt and Noel, from what I can gather, are friends like for a minute. I think so, too. Yeah, so, no, I think they I think they all travel in that same. The thing I, I like that. about Noel is that despite him being a funny comedian guy who looks kind of like goth and kind of Mm -hmm. out there and loud he doesn't always try to steal focus on himself he does genuinely want to hear about the other bakers like the bakers and what they do and how they're doing and to comfort them if they're crying and stuff so he's not like a a typical not a typical actor person you know what i'm saying that would make it every gag about him and i mean he makes jokes but it's just they come very quickly and he's not trying too hard and he does genuinely care how they're doing. He's a very genuine person. Yeah. We and are you, big fans. Yeah. I feel like Now were we bigger fans of Mel and Sue because we want to be them? Yes. Absolutely. Mel and Sue had a different kind of charm. Noel is getting there for me every season he gets a little better. And I'm glad that th- this felt right this season. I was I'm going to say it early. I was gen- generally like extremely happy with this first episode. It yeah, did not Yeah, someone disappoint. online was like this was maybe one of the best openings they've had. It was like, great. And it wasn't it all like all the gags. Well. It was just great. I really mm-hmm. l- liked the people. So let's talk yeah. about them. Let's talk about who our bakers are this year. We get 12 bakers to start. First up, and yes. we should say we shouldn't even need to say, but they I feel like it's worth mentioning that they go out of their way to have the most diverse cast of people and a wide variety of people of all religions and races and creeds and uh, physical ages. differences, ages, experience mm-hmm. levels. They're all amateur bakers, but like they really do something really good, which is we shouldn't have there will come a day when we won't have to talk about that and it won't be half have to be something that TV shows have to make a concerted effort to do. But 
while it is that time before that time, I feel like props to them for making that concerted effort, for making it totally normal to see a woman in a hijab almost every season, you know, mm-hmm. or a man with a prosthetic leg this season, mm-hmm. like, and they never make a big deal about it. And it's just very cool. And they always pick just a wide variety of people. I think it's awesome. Yes. And that's the last time we will ever mention it because they don't even mention it. But I wanted to give them props. First up, Lorea. L-O-R-I-E-A. Lorea. 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 Mm-hmm. She's a radiographer for the NHS, which I'm pretty sure makes her like a X-ray MRI technician person. Yes. Is that right? That would be my guess. Yeah. Um, her B-roll is walking around and giving pastries to her neighbor over mm-hmm. the fence, like Wilson from Home Improvement. But like adorable pastries, like pastries on a tray. Not like... Adorable. Here's no. day-old cookies. It's like, I made these fresh peach tarts for you. Please enjoy. No, she's lovely. Basically the best neighbor you could ever have. She's adorable. She also chose to wear some statement jewelry for her first day in the tent. I dig it. Sort mm-hmm. of like these gold ball drop earrings. Look good. She looks great. So what she decided to make was the thing that sounded the most wonderful to me and the grossest to 99% of the rest of the world. But me and Noel were stoked because she's making a bubblegum and cream soda flavored Battenberg. I can't even tell you how bad I wanted to taste that. What's funny is even Paul was like kind of okay with the bubblegum flavor. Yeah. He just wanted it to be more real and let she used basically artificial things for but everything. But you have to. There's but no I'm real not, You're not going to put in gum. Yeah. But um, I don't know if there's a different way to do it. I thought it was a cute idea. And I thought that if you're going to mix two things, really strong choices. You either got to do bubblegum and vanilla, but like kind of a mm-hmm. bitter vanilla. But you, I mean, it's hard to do. What mm-hmm. I thought, though, might have been a better choice for her is a lot of people did orange and chocolate. If yeah. she liked the kind of fun flavors, she maybe should have thought of doing like a creamsicle pop flavor. That would have been, oh, that sounds delicious. Do you know what I'm saying? Because then you could have had that fun childlike thing or a cotton Mm -hmm. candy flavor. Something that like, you know, but bubblegum is tricky. It's It's also setting you up for a very childlike palate. Yes. No. Me. Right. But Prue and Paul have very uh, sophisticated palates. Well, it's setting it up for someone who really likes sweet. And I think Paul and Prue like sweet. Okay. I mean, obviously, they have to like it a decent amount, but they they love chocolate, which tells me they're not going for pure sugar and bubblegum is pure sugar. Yeah, that's tricky. She had the she had the guts to do it, though. She does. It was gutsy, a risky choice that might not have paid off. Yeah. Um, So when they taste it, uh, they thought it was bone dry and too strong of flavors, too thick on the marzipan. Yeah. Maybe you're in danger, girl. I was worried because I yeah. liked her. I'm worried for everyone. No one wants to go home first. No. Um, second is Laura. Laura I liked because she doesn't like marzipan like me. Um, no, you think she, you don't like marzipan. <laughs> I know. You don't know. It's really just gotten my head. Yeah. She's a Samaritan's volunteer. I don't know what which, that is. But it sounds really nice. Is that like hospice? Maybe. Mm. Yeah, sounds, sounds like. Is it a job really or nice. is it like what her hobby? No, there was, was a lot of job. jobs here that I don't know what they are. So, yeah. Okay. She has a huge fish pond out in her backyard. She loves these fish. That's her big thing. So everyone has these hobbies that are 
extreme or strange sometimes, but they all seem very passionate about things. I think baking is like one of the things they are passionate about. I think that's really cool that they pick people that just are out there living their lives, doing what they love to do. I think that if you or I were to see the Bake Off application, there is a section for that and you better have something interesting. Right. That's what I think, because I Mm -hmm. don't think they're picking you unless you have something like that. I think so, too. I think there's nobody that's boring. No. Yeah. Even with they have stereotypically boring jobs, they do cosplay every weekend or something. There will be something interesting or they themselves are so delightful that like it sort Uh of doesn't matter. You're like, oh, you're just a really fun Mm -hmm. person. So Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. always great. Um, I like I liked Laura just fine. Yes. So she um, picked raspberry and coconut. Raspberry ripple. Sounds delicious. Yeah, I think so. She had a really good conversation with Matt that I thought was cute because she's the first time we get to see Matt interact with a guest. What are super noodles? Or with noodles? a baker. That's a cup of, cup of noodles. Is it like a cup of noodles? Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says he's homosexual. Um, Which and I she says, are you? Hilarious. I didn't know. And he says, I help them out on the weekends. She's <laughs> like... It's really cute. He's good. He's real dry. Um, that was a great intro for him. Yeah, good banter right away. He said he makes confirmed bachelor super noodles because he's a that's like a bachelor food. Um, yeah, I think he's married to a man. I was very confused about that. Oh yeah, um, I remember there was drama years ago. This is really funny. I only know that from Big Fat Quiz of the Year. He, David Williams was on, his you know comedy partner, and Boy George was a guest. And Boy George was asking a question to like the trivia people. And he and David had like a nasty exchange. And it's because... Like genuinely Boy, nasty? Like nasty, like, oh, bah, bah, bah. Like you could tell they did not get along. And it was like, oh yeah, Boy George was, how was Matt's wedding? Like, really, like, kind of snappy about it. Because I guess Boy George wasn't invited. Wasn't invited. <laughs> it was, like, all this drama that I was like, oh, I'm into it. I'm here for it. it. What happened? Like, tell I me everything. Love it. But um, but anyways, he was talking about Matt's wedding. So either maybe he's divorced or whatever, but he, I thought oh, he was Oh, because married. the Bachelor thing. When I said yeah. to a man, I didn't mean, like, because men <laughs> and men shouldn't be married. I meant because Katie sounded surprised. But she was surprised because of the Bachelor joke. I gotcha. Yes, I was. Vi- I didn't want to make it sound like I was like, "What to a man?" I don't understand. No, I was um, surprised because they said confirmed bachelor, and I was like, "Are you a bachelor, indeed?" Because I think maybe he was just making a joke because they used to call gay people who, when it was not okay to be gay, they just called, called them, them bachelors. bachelors. Yeah, that's no, what if I, you okay. had an uncle that never got married, you'd be like, right. "He's a confirmed bachelor." Wink, wink, and we all know what that means. That's funny. Um, Lottie, I bet. Katie likes Lottie? Um, she's okay. Oh, he is married. Not like Lottie. He is married. I found him. Kevin McGee. Found it. Anyways, um, Lottie is a rocker girl. She, they said she's a pantomime producer. What the what is that? What is that? Okay. So this is one of the examples of when they will say, um, and here it would be like, Kimberly, this is Katie. She's a podcaster who likes thrift stores. Eric Kimberly, this Kimberly, she's a podcaster and she likes to watch King of the Hill. But on this show, this is Lottie. She's a pantomime producer who unwinds by listening to Viking metal whilst baking and doing yoga. I really liked that. It's it'll be like this is so and so. He 
trains corgis for Queen Elizabeth and also in his spare time was a junior metal archer at the Olympics. Um, is Viking metal heavy metal? That's what I thought. I think it is. I think it's like Swedish uh, rock opera death metal. I'm very into it. Viking metal sounds amazing. And she looks like she's into Viking metal. She wore metal. a lot of dark makeup, eye makeup and she was wearing leggings that not were a like... Ton. We've seen not more. a ton. We've oh, seen not, more eyeliner. Not like yeah, Helena yeah, not like from Helena. last season. Um, but like... But she's all in white. She's in like very light colors. Um, but her hair is real good. It's super like messy and in sort of a ponytail and long. Um, I like I her. felt like right away I thought, oh, she's our token pretty girl this season. But she's actually quite not that you can't be both, but she was kind of funny and dry. And um, it seemed like her and Noel uh, are going to be very good friends. So I wanted to introduce a new segment at the end that might be um, who has best banter with the hosts this oh, week. Okay. And she was one of my choices for this week because she did have great banter with Noel right off the bat. Mm hmm. Um, what is her cake? It's a star. I don't remember what the flavor is. I think it's coconutty. It's curdling. It has lumps of butter in it. And Laura tells her to redo it, which is something you should know about this show. They all help each other out and like give honest advice. And they're not telling them that to sabotage them. Yeah. And no one says, I'm here to make, fr I'm not here to make friends. Yes. But they liked it. And it was wrapped up in plastic wrap like a candy. That was cute. So I thought she might be the new Francis. Of the season, you know, the very creative baker. No, I don't know if we have any of those people this season and we'll find out why when we get to the showstopper. Oh, yeah, you're you're uh, you sure. just hit the nail on that the would have been the time creepy cake head. Yes, did you not? I did. Um, so next up, we have Dave, who is an armored security guard. He has a baby on the way. So his B-roll is putting together a stroller. He's making a chocolate vodka coffee cake. They thought his cake was OK. Dave is okay. Something okay. happens later that makes me not such a huge fan of Dave. Correct. Uh, if I had to pick who was my least favorite, it's Dave. based on this episode alone, it's Dave. It, it would be Dave. Yes. I mean, I wish him and his wife nothing but well wishes for their baby, but he's there just kind of blah. And there are a few things that happened in this episode which are just unfortunate. I don't know if Dave and I would be like friends in the tent. But then Dave is friends with someone in the tent that surprises me because he's actually one of my, I have my own star bakers and the person that he's friends with is one of my star bakers. So I didn't see him develop friendships with anybody. I can't wait to hear about this. It was just in B-roll. Oh, I'm really excited. I don't know. I saw it and I was like, no. Uh, who's on deck? Mark number Mark. one. Hamish. Mark, there are two Marks. So he, this Mark says he'll go by the name of his dog, Hamish. <laughs> I love it. That's so cute. I'm here for it. I love it. I will be calling him Hamish the I have rest Hamish. of the time. Yeah, I have yeah. Hamish written down. I think yeah. that's appropriate. I liked him. He's a single dad. Mm -hmm. He's a fan of wearing a denim bucket hat in his spare time. You bet. What's not to love? That's a dad hat. Um, and he's a carer. So... For a young lad. So I'm thinking that the young lad maybe has some... Uh, some need for yeah. like a carer, someone to take care of him. So I think that's special what, needs. Yeah, maybe? something like that. I don't mm -hmm. know. That's the feeling I got. I 
Yeah, it's not a term that we're familiar with. Mm -hmm. It could just be like a big brother situation, but they made it sound like he was a carer. He was a caregiver. It made it seem like more like maybe that Josh, the person he takes care of, is blind. I know that sometimes blind, especially kids, they have someone with them at all times. My friend did that, Mm -hmm. trained to do that, and was Mm -hmm. like, so it's just helping them get used to navigating the world without using their sight. And Mm -hmm. um, so he might be like kind of specialized. I wish I'm, I bet you a million dollars we'll find out more about exactly what he does. Oh, I bet we'll get to meet Josh if he stays long enough. If he stays long enough, we'll probably, because there's something to that. But I loved that he was a single dad to his two girls who were kind of old. They were like preteen. They were Mm -hmm. older girls. It was very sweet. And Matt Lucas says hi to Josh. So I do think there's something special about Josh. Right. Yeah. That Matt like says hello to him. I was like, that's going to be a huge deal for Josh wherever he Mm -hmm. is. Right. Mm. Oh, he's going to be so excited. So wait, what did he do for cake? He did sour cherry, chocolate, walnut, and he over decorated it. Well, so, okay. References that I didn't get for 100, uh, Alec. Um, if Fanny Craddock were going to do a Battenberg, that would be it. Fanny Kravitz? Craddock. Um, I googled it. She's a very um, interesting looking restaurant critic and TV chef. Her eyebrows. Ooh, she fancy. Um, very thin eyebrows. She looks amazing. I, she looks like someone you would love. I want to be her. Yeah, she is my friend. Oh, Fanny. Can I start going by Fanny? Is it too late for that? Am I in the realm? What kind of... You have to be named Francis, right? Yeah, I think so. Dang it. Well, she's lovely. Um, I just feel like in nowadays, if your name... Like, I used to think Fanny was the cutest name, and now I just realize what torture that would be on the playground. I don't think anybody these days even knows that Fanny is a nickname for your butt. Well, in England, it's a nickname for something else. So... <laughs> so, um, Peter next? Yeah, we are. Oh, and they didn't like his cake because of the decoration and whatever. Yeah, Peter is next up. There's always the youngest, and they usually make a big deal about this one being the youngest in the tent. They always say, our youngest baker. And then they they come over and they go, what's harder, your finals or this cake? And then the person always like, this cake. Well, he's 20. He's 20. He's clearly the youngest, but they don't even mention that he's the youngest. But I think he's obviously the youngest. He is. What does he do? He's a badminton mad accountancy student. Um, so he Did loves they say playing that? badminton. Badminton yes. mad. Yes. Oh, that's funny. He was um, cool. badminton is not what I thought it was. They're like tit tat tit tat tit tat tit tat. That was pretty amazing. Him and his brother. Him and his brother in the backyard. Yeah. It's such British B-roll. I loved it. Um, really and he cute. also bakes gluten free, which. I'm here for because of my new elimination diet. I don't think he does all the time. I think he, he learned does, to do it for his brother. And he said it even feels weird to not do it now, I think. So I think he's... He said that? Yeah, he said it seems oh. like totally natural to me because this is what I'm used to now. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't So I, didn't I, that. I don't know if he's always going to do it, but that's what he did at the, for this first one, which was orange and chocolate. Mm-hmm. And I loved that one of the tips he had was one that he got from another contestant on the show really 10 years before when he was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been watching forever. Um, 
No, Sora. I guarantee you he's watched them, like, all together recently. I'm sure he doesn't remember from being 10. I'm sure it's like he watches them, I like, I think he was a, probably a 10-year-old baking that watched it. Okay. I think Maybe. kids in England watched Never it growing mind. up. Um, but I think... I, I think that we should probably just go ahead and get this out of the way now. He's the one you love, right? I mean, you love I him. I am trying to not have crutches on boys that are too young for me. Because he looks and like Prince William. Twenty is too young for me, but he is freaking adorable. He has big blue eyes and he has like rosy red lips and he's adorable. There is nothing about him that you wouldn't like. He is Kimberly's new... Very much too young boyfriend. Yeah. Pale British boyfriend. Yes. He's the one. Okay. So I, I, I nailed him. that. Okay. I have a little heart by him because I knew that he was <laughs> going to be it for you. He also does the best in this challenge. Yes. He kills it. The polka dots. They, they loved did polka it. dots. They look great. It's really. I thought he might get the first Hollywood handshake of the season. He's the one. So he's yeah. the one that I was like, handshake question mark? Because mm-hmm. I. There was one other person later, but really, I thought that they were gonna. They they seem to really like it. Paul gives them out so sparingly. He maybe not last gives, season, not last season, but normally right. he might give out like four a season. Right overall, like completely amongst all the contestants. Peter will get one. He'll get more Peter, than one, but yeah. um, but Unless I would say a, yeah. Right now, if we were looking at front runners, Peter's on the list. Yeah, yeah. Just from the um, first challenge, like I did, kind of an assessment after the first challenge, and Peter was. Hi. So what we did last season is after the second or third episode, Mm -hmm. I believe the second, we decided who we thought was going to win the whole thing and who was going to be the top three bakers. And we asked our listeners to do the same. And they all gave me their suggestions on social media and I put them in a spreadsheet and we sent the winner. Well, Katie sent the winner a beautiful um, prize. Um, We should do that again maybe this time. Absolutely. And I feel like Peter's going to be on a lot of people's list. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. It's Let's perfect. See. Okay. Who do we have on deck? Uh, Sura. Sura? Is that how you say it? Sura. Instead Sura. of Sarah, it's Sura. Sura. Yeah. Um, she's pharmacist. a hospital pharmacist who lives with her husband and her cat, Ghost, whom... What does she do with, Katie? She, she takes them out on a leash, yes, like she Ulysses. Does. So, funny story. Ghost was actually what we were going to name Danny the champion of the world. Because oh, he has on his face, if you look at him looking down, he has eyebrows. But when you look at him top down, it looks like the scream mask. Huh? That's and so hilarious. I never knew that. Oliver called him Ghost. And then you have to send me a picture of that. I will. Then when we took him to, and it was much more pronounced than he was a kitten, but you still see it. But when we took him to the vet for the first time, they didn't have names yet. And so Bruce, our cat Bruce is called bull at the vet. And Danny, the champion of the world is called ghost. That's so funny. So every time I I call and make appointments for them, it has to be. And then when I'm there, I have to remember that they have those right. names written down. So it's very difficult. But Ghost was his original name. Uh, Sura is so pretty. She looks like a cartoon person. Oh, love. Just going to say that right off the bat. I love her. The moment I knew I loved her is when she tastes the marzipan, which she's never had <laughs> and doesn't think she likes. And she makes the most horrible face. Yeah. And I, I, I loved her. She doesn't like her- Battenberg, period. 
right? Yeah, she doesn't, like yeah. Battenberg, period. Yeah. So sh- her cake is overflowing in the oven like a volcano <laughs> at a fourth grade school fair. <laughs> and she it's pretty funny. It is. Her decoration is pretty, and they really like it. Um, except Matt, who ate a piece that was supposed to just be a decoration. I loved that so much. He ate a clove <laughs> because it was like the she made the marzipan fruits, which are like traditionally, if you think about marzipan, it's in the shape of little fruits. So she and they're did like, like shiny the glazed. traditional thing, and so yeah. um, he ate the little fake stem, and he's like, "My mouth tastes of Christmas." It's <laughs> good, but it does totally numb out your mouth. It's kind of yeah. nuts. I've that was you've funny. done you've had clove. No, but like it's known. Uh, sometimes people will cook hot cider on the stove, and then you put in cinnamon sticks and cloves. But you have to straighten it out because if you like crunch down on a clove, mm. dark times. I know that. Um, but she's really intense, and we usually do have one or two very intense bakers a season, and she's our intense one because you can tell she feels everything deeply. She's like very stressed when maybe she doesn't need to be stressed. She's just very intense. She's good times, right? I don't think she's stressed in a bad way or like in a way that will get on my nerves, though. Okay, she but like she bad does, Ruby. She got on my nerves. She does very much care. She cares a lot. Yes. yes. Um, yeah. Uh, who's up next? Oh, Mark, Mark number two. Mark with a beard. The lumbersexual. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Okay. Um, he not, been, not as much as Dan from last year. Hashtag not at all. Dan deserve better. But, but he's the one, the Dan from this season, right? He's yeah. the new. Okay. Yeah. He, he's a project manager and has probably the best laugh that I've heard on Bake Off in a minute it's a high-pitched giggle like (laughs) and there is the best b-roll of him and his wife walking their dog and all of a sudden the dog sees a squirrel or something and takes off to the left and pulls mark with him and mark is like mark weighs only 50 pounds like a like a 10 year old girl it is the cutest thing and i was like you he got a star from me (laughs) <laughs> I was like, you're one of my star bakers. I'm a fan of him. That's why I was surprised that he's friends with Dave. He's the one that I see talking like they're they're chattering him and Dave. Is it just because they're next to each other, though? Their stations are next to each other? I hope so. Because I want Mark to be friends with, with someone else. We are. Be- I am being hard on Dave. There's no one to not like this season. There really isn't. Last season, we had Jamie because Dan was done dirty. So we had people last season, mm-hmm. but... This, we don't have, he, I mean, honestly, Dave's done nothing to us. He's done nothing wrong, except maybe one thing, he, two things wrong. There's a couple things there's that I- There's two things wrong. Yeah, okay. Here's the thing. Not, I don't even, wouldn't even go so far as to say wrong. I would have said, could have done them better. Could have handled certain things better. I would just say not to my taste. He's, Great. He did a few things that were not to my taste. Which is also what we would say if we were judging someone's bakery. It's not to my taste, literally. Yeah, it's true. Um, what did you think of Mark, though? Did you like him as much as I did? Because I really liked him. No. I was fine Aww. with him, but I wasn't in love with him or anything. I thought it was um, really cute, the conversation with Noel, too, about his I did wife. Re- it, that was adorable. It's it was their wedding anniversary, anniversary oh. and Noel's like, did you call her yet? And he says, I texted her this morning, but I haven't written her since then. And, and Noel's like, you playing it cool. 
And then he goes, yeah, I'm not going to text her till she texts me. That's right. That was very cute. Yeah. Uh, He does your favorite, pistachio, orange, cardamom, and coconut. Oh, I had pomegranate. Interesting. Maybe pomegranate, too. I had orange, cardamom, and pomegranate. Oh, maybe. I did not have coconut. Maybe. Why did I write coconut? Who knows? Turkish inspired. It looked good. I don't know. They liked it. Yeah, they thought the... They thought it was okay. They thought it was okay. There, there's some loves and likes. If you even get a like in the first episode, I feel You're like good. that's good. That, that's top of the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Rowan next. Rowan also got a star from me. Love yep. Rowan. Mm-hmm. He is a music teacher. He lives with his partner. He plays the flute. And he is the quirky guy of the season who's um artsy and tries to describe his baking in like very long-winded artsy phrases and the judges just look at him like they have no idea and they're just like can you just tell us what flavors you're using he's also the gay uncle that everyone wants everyone let's just put that out there he's the one you want you want to go stay with him in his summer house in montreal and like drink beer at 17 go to see five plays when you're there because he's so yes. well cultured and i'll give you five books to take home and you're all inspired mm-hmm. when you go home and then you lose the books he's that he's that uncle yeah he's the best man i wish i had one of those uncles yeah me too um but he's so very he, ambitious and he is too ambitious you're exactly right yeah. he he's likes mozart he likes the magic flute so he is making a cake where the outside is the night sky of or darkness symbolizing the darkness in all of us something like that and then the inside is a temple and he's using this cd storage case that he's configured with all these different cuts and they all have numbers on them the order that you're supposed to do or how many and it's going to be this puzzle that's going to come together to make a puzzle a temple on the inside um and then some of them come out raw Um, the whole thing comes out raw the middle of the whole cake the big cake did. This is so why the show is so great because literally no one's getting murdered. But when those cakes came out raw, my heart dropped like someone just got murdered. <laughs> and then when he said, I'm going to put them in the microwave to finish them up. I was scared at first. Then I was like, oh, no, no, he's right. Because microwave cooks from the middle. That's kind of smart. It's kind of smart. But did it he not is. end up doing it? I don't know if it ended up working or not. He ended up running out of time. Yeah, he did. Because he, a lot of bakers come on with these really grand plans and then they just can't do it in the time. And the judges don't like that. It's better to go simple and do it well than to promise something and then not deliver. I'm going to say that uh, it, it hurts me especially because it is the bane of my existence what Rowan is doing with like huge ideas all the time very like they seem very real and attainable but they're just not and everyone watching at home can see that this probably isn't attainable but like he wants to do it yeah it actually turned out really well in the end I thought because it looked if he did not said temple 
it looked really pretty on the outside. It was kind of airbrushed in these like watercolors. It looked like a galaxy. It was pretty, the right? The outside looked great. They didn't say it was baked well on the inside, though. Yeah, it really wasn't. But the but the finished product from the outside was something to be proud of, I thought, even it if beautiful. it wasn't what he wanted. And if he so. had never said temple, I think they would have been floored by it. Yep. And I still think that they liked him as a person. Prue definitely is a fan of Rowan. Prue seems like she's Team Rowan, right? I, I'm a, I don't know, but I'm a huge fan. Yeah, he's a star. He's, he's delightful. He's good. Uh, next um, up. Linda, who works yeah. in supportive supported housing. Yes. She lives by the water, and it's gorgeous. It's called Bexhill on Sea. Bexhill on Rocky Sea. Rocky Beach. I loved it. It was it, so it's, neat. I, it's beautiful. I just, I want to go. I want to go. It was really, really pretty. She um, also got a star from me. I really like Linda. I think she's going to try real hard. Don't know how far Linda's going to get, but I liked her. I'm rooting for her. Me too. She's making a cake shaped like an ambulance, which is dedicated to her cousin, who was a paramedic who passed away. She doesn't say of COVID. It sounded like, I don't know. What happened? Oh, God. I didn't even think of that. I thought it was recently, but... Oof. And I just thought... I Maybe I just assumed that because it was this season. But mm. anyways, we love Linda. Yes. She's a good Linda. Um, she is I don't think she Linda. leaves help unhelpful reviews on things. No. But nah. her cake is not finished. Yeah. And it is bone dry. Yeah. You and can't have bone dry cake. If you're not going to finish, it better taste good, guys. Yeah. Ugh. And Prue says, I wish we could compliment you just on the photo of your cousin because he's very, you know, and I was like, very oh, classy, Prue, very classy, Prue. It's a better way of saying you totally failed your dead cousin, which oh, is God. probably why what I would say and why I'm not a judge because I would be terrible. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, Linda, I'm rooting for. She just seems to be a little bit of a hot mess. Um, but you got to have a couple of those. Oh, they're the best. Because you know she's going to pull out one real good one. You know I she hope is. She I gets to she go will. home with one that she can be that people will still be talking about years from now. I think, yeah, I think she will. I think we can rest easy on that. And also, she has such a good attitude this entire episode that I'm like, I'm a, I'm a fan. You seem yeah. great. You seem like I a really good person. I love when people can laugh at their own mistakes. Absolutely, she did great. That's, we can. That's just. So it's just what makes the show so delightful. And that's why when there are people like Dave, who I don't feel like laughs at their mistakes, it makes him stand, stand out more as like it does. a little bit of a wet blanket. Even though he's probably not, but right. because he everyone says a else normal is... reaction, right. you're so right. But everyone else is laughing at their mistakes. and We hold them to and... this standard of yes. like, yeah, yes. of charm. That mm -hmm. if you don't have that standard of charm, you almost just come off looking like a jerk, which is not true. It's right. just by comparison. So uh -huh. yeah, that's what happens. All uh, right, or deck. like Bad Ruby who kept crying. And she's yes. probably a very nice person, but she cried a lot. Yeah. Um, Mac? Yes. Ma Mac, right? So we have two Marks and a Mac. Which oh is boy. spelled M A K, mm -hmm. so it's just like Mark without the R. Um, he's an accountant, and he, but here's your twist because it's Bake Off. He's a beekeeper on the side. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. They all are so passionate about things, their hobbies, and I love. I just love that so much. 
he got on because he's a beekeeper. They wanted that B-roll beekeeper footage. Yeah, (laughs) B-roll. That's why. I know it. You know that's why. I I mean, I really do love it. If it comes down to him and another guy of the same race, they're going to pick the beekeeper. It's like, I'm an accountant, and on the weekends, I read. Yes. They're going to pick beekeeper every time. Um, he's making, which what I would think would be your dream is pistachio flavored marzipan. That's not marzipan then. Because I feel like marzipan is made with ground almonds. And the the thing is, they're having to make marzipan from scratch for this. So uh, marzipan tastes the way marzipan tastes. It's not something that is usually flavored different, right? The, the key is, is that it's kind of like fondant where it's hard to work with. But I don't know if I would mess with the actual flavoring too much of marzipan. Like maybe you could add something. But I feel like if the base ingredient is different, then that's called pistachio pan. It's a very risky thing to do, especially at the beginning, because then you do have Paul Hollywood who can sometimes be a stickler and go, but then that's not marzipan. Yeah, or it's me. pistachio pan. Mm-hmm. Pistachio pan. Yeah, uh, they don't love it. No, no. Did he overflavor? It was like orange and ginger. Was ginger too strong? Usually, if they use ginger, it's too strong. Someone else later uses chili and ginger, and that which was are too two strong. incredibly strong things, and they put way too much of both in there. This is the other thing you should know about this podcast: is that. I don't bake at all, but yet I act like I do. And I'll be like, (laughs) oh, God, that's way too much. I always put in, I've never made that. I have frozen (laughs) dinners every single night. Katie kind of bakes and like she knows much more than I do. But everyone who watches the show, that you tune in and you're like, what is this show? Great British Bake Off. By the second episode, you're like, oh, my God, they didn't use enough flour. Oh, my God, this is, they're such an idiot. You're screaming (laughs) at the TV. I think that's like that with every show, though, right? Everyone's the expert. It's like at the Olympics, and you're like, that was the worst double axle with the, the toe tuck I've ever seen. And you're like, I've never, I don't I don't know what I'm talking about. But you <laughs> really do, you get really into it and feel like you totally do. Yep. And they're like, it's still wobbly in the middle. Um, <laughs> ermine, but it's er- pronounced. Ermine. It's ermine. Mm-hmm. But it's um, written at, very close to Hermione. Um, I got a little excited. Yeah. (laughs) She's a trainee accountant, another accountant, single mom, orange and chocolate. They liked it a lot. She was my last star. I like her. I like her and her little skateboarding son. Adorable. I thought she was cool. She has a great smile. I feel like she has a great spirit. And she tells them flat out, she says, this is not my area of expertise. And she's also having a hard time finding her words, which I find adorable because she's nervous because the cameras and then all the judges are there. And they say, well, what is it? She says, French patisserie. And I was like, oh, those are big words. Oh, those are big words that you're saying. But she's going to nail the patisserie week. I hope she does. I really, because now I'm scared. I'm like, you, girl. You you must be good at it if you're saying it out loud. So mm-hmm. let's let's hope so. Oh, so we should also say every week there's a different theme. And sometimes we don't totally understand the difference between the themes because it'll be like cake week, but then it'll be like dessert week. And that led us to have a huge discussion about what's the difference between all of these things. Um, still, I don't really remember, but a lot of listeners tried to explain it. And then it started a fight betwixt all of our British listeners. Um Oh, no. Not a fight, just disagreement. 
Yes. Um, so there'll be like a pudding week or like a bread week. That's my favorite. This is cake week. Is it usually cake week to start? I feel like it usually is. I feel like it usually is. Yeah. Usually the first couple will be like bread weeks, usually three. Yeah. Episode three. But uh, sometimes the later ones, they get wild and they sort of repeat things. It's interesting. Well, uh, lately they've been doing like a vegan week or an unusual ingredients week or something. That's trying fun. To, yeah. Good for them. Mix it up. My favorite thing that happened during the bake was the bit between Noel and Matt which was Matt says, you've got half an hour left. And I don't mean you've got half an hour to live. Don't panic. And then Noel says, one of you has got half an hour to live. That was good. I also liked the first time call of the season because they were, I thought it was a well done bit. It could have been really bad. Um, And they did it. They did it fine. And you could tell they were friends. And you could tell that Noel was genuinely surprised when Matt cuts him off. I was like, that's that's good. That was good times. I thought that Lottie, after the end, before as we're going into the technical challenge, Lottie says, I'm exactly where I wanted to be right in the middle. And I I wrote down that it was really smart. Smart. She's like middle of the pack. Don't call attention to yourself at the beginning. Very smart. Because they're not expecting too much. They're just just middle of the pack. You were fine. Nothing Mm -hmm. wrong. Nothing majorly wrong. Nothing amazingly right. Yeah. Now, usually people say that on other competition shows because they, well, and on The Amazing Race specifically, they always say that because then they think if you're too good at the beginning, it puts a target on your back. Mm. But this show, no one's coming for you. Right. This show, you just don't want to disappoint. So you want to get better and better and better. You want to build momentum towards the end. That's you don't want to win Star Baker, win Star Baker, win Star Baker, get sent home because you sucked one time. Or you want to win Star Baker early. And then don't win Starbaker for a minute and then start winning it again at the end because yeah. it reminds them that you were strong in the beginning and at the end. So it means you pulled all the way through. That's mm-hmm. kind of what I would feel like mm-hmm. if you had a strategy. But I think these people are just trying to get through the challenges, honestly. No, it's true. Without crying, basically. And that's right. what I would be doing. Yeah. Just get through it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so in our next episode, everybody, we're going to be yeah. discussing the technical challenge and the showstopper challenge. The showstopper was a little intense for this. So we thought we'd split this up because we knew our introductions were going to be long because we're just meeting our bakers and our new host. So not just is the showstopper intense. The technical has those has one of the oh. um, once in a season moments once in ten liter- seasons, one, it hardly ever happens. It this, hardly this is, ever yeah, happens, yeah. but when it does, it's all you can talk about. And it has one of those in the very first episode in the technicals. Crazy. It really, it really is. But these are our twelve bakers for season eight or eleven, whichever you want to call it, of the Great British Bake Off. And we'll go by Netflix and say eight. I think so. We'll be confused. Season eight. Yeah. Of the Great British Bake Off. So far, so good. I like I like everyone. I like almost everyone. Yeah. And that almost has an asterisk next to it. That is maybe we're going to be watching we're going to be watching that almost like a hawk because we need to see some real Do you think other people had the same reaction? I'm curious yes. if they felt like he could have handled that situation better. Could you maybe go and check I, out I will. online and On see cuz yeah, I feel I will. like I don't know. I don't think we're too far out of touch to not know what like a normal reaction to that. Especially on this show, what someone normally would do on this show. 
we're really building it up, but it really is intense. So stay tuned, you guys. We'll it's be- as intense as a baking show can be. And it, that is pretty damn intense. It is just because everyone, the, the name of the game in this show is like heart. And this was like, uh, it was rough. I don't, we'll see. Okay. I'm, I'm excited. It was a beautiful, discuss. it was a, you're right. You're so right. It hit all the human emotions. It did, including which is why we love the show. Yes, right. which is why we love the show. Right. Yeah, and they and that's amazing that they've done that in the first episode. So we just think I think we're big fans of this season already. I think it's safe to say. I I all would almost say this early that I am a bigger fan of this season than last season. I, might, I really like the feel of this season. I'm I'm liking it a lot yeah. now. Would I recommend other people go back and watch earlier seasons? Yes. Yes. Start with season three on Netflix because that season has Nadia, who is beloved, I feel like. And don't you think? I think that kind of every season has someone like that. I think they could start with any season. I wouldn't start with the first season on Netflix. I don't feel like that's the strongest one. Okay. But there are most – there's one se- – you know what season didn't have the strongest people? You know the Christmas episode that we reviewed that had um, cute cutie pie um, Andrew, was it? Yes. His yeah. season, I can't remember almost anybody from that season. Well, I can't say a thing because I don't remember people from any season, like what they're – which I can't point them out and say what yeah, they were. I have my favorites but, throughout, which would be like right. Julia, Nadia um, – the guy I follow on Twitter, Liam, who's hilarious. I don't think Katie likes him as much as I do, <laughs> but I love Liam. Um, and uh, Raul was yes. amazing. Raul was amazing. I think amazing. everyone loved him. Um, but just watch the seasons, guys, and check, yeah, and check it out. Most of our listeners that have were, didn't know about the show before that have started to watch with us last season went back and watched all the additional seasons because they loved it so much. It's hard so, not to. Yeah. It's hard not to. Yeah. yeah. If It's kind of like not liking puppies or kitties. It's like... Kind of. I mean, if it's your... You don't your, like Great British Bake Off? Yeah. Are you a serial killer? Well, I, th- I think that... I would say I would hope there's something in it for everyone, but sometimes it is going to be too slow for some people who just aren't into this kind of thing. Don't you're you just think with not, the music getting all tense, don't. though? No, I don't. I think if you're not into, I, I do think that it probably isn't for every single person. I would want it to be because it's joy. It's heart lifting. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, put a little joy in your life and go watch some Great British Bake Off. And thank you for that, joining oh, us. Yeah. yeah, thank you, guys. And with that. On your mark. Get set. A date with the bit. There we go. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Thank you so much, guys. Bye.